Many families don't see the importance of attending Mass every Sunday. How do we pull them in? Make them feel welcome and keep them coming back. I'm your host, Edward Herrera, and we're talking about creative ways to get more minivans to Mass. So I am here with Amy Budarazzi uh, from St. Joe's in Cockeysville. She is the director of family ministry, director of family ministry there. A lot of conversations with Amy about things that you've been doing there and just some of the, yeah, just amazing work that you've really tried to do to cultivate uh, family ministry there, but then also a deeper sense of community, which has been just awesome to see some of those changes. And I was out at the parish, I think it was about a, a year ago now, mm-hmm. and I saw some of what you all were doing with Children's Liturgy of the Word, mm-hmm. or as it's affectionately referred to as CLO, mm-hmm. right? Yes. <laughs> um, Not CLO. CLO. And so I, I wanted to talk to you about it because I was really impressed with the energy and the positivity and just the excitement that both you guys had about it. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it was really a team effort on your staff, but then also the families, the kids, everyone was just pumped up about it. And can you maybe just share a little bit of what you sure. all were doing with it? Sure. So what we realized was that Vacation Bible School had so much positive energy and kids were coming back every day couldn't wait to get back, didn't want the week to end. So we were thinking, how do we capture that energy and bring it on Sunday morning? And so that's where we came up with Clo Extreme, the whole idea. And it was bringing in the music, the videos, the dancing, the props, the skits, and as much as we could to make Clo exciting and engaging for the students. Something more of like what they're used to at school with all the different um, learning styles. So we took the lesson and we focused on the gospel and we um, have the kids come into our gym, basically. And when they come in, it's almost like it feels like vacation Bible school. Our stage is set with a fun um, set, a stage set for the season. And then a music video is going. That's um, whatever Christian vi- vi- uh, music video that we have for a season. And right. so they get to know praise and worship music nice. um, that they might not know before. And then um, we introduce the theme of the gospel. We focus on that one theme, so they go away with one message um, nice. uh, when they leave, and then we enter into uh, a video clip of whatever the gospel is. So a lot of times it's a cartoon that we found on YouTube. Um, there are a couple of different um, people who publish things each week that we that are go-to videos that we use, yeah. and so they see the gospel um, in a cartoon, and then we have them stand up. And then they listen to the gospel from a children's lectionary so nice. that they're listening, but they already know what's going to happen. So they can really take in the message. Um, and we use all of the things like how to you know, cross yourself before the gospel. So they're still learning those key liturgical parts that are so important to right. um, our liturgy. And then uh, after that, they get a, a homily that is to... To, directed towards their age, right, age appropriate. Right. And so we have all sorts of props, whether it's like a big earth inflatable or a, a fake fire or costumes where the kids are dressing up to reenact the Jesus story, anything physical that can show the story to get them involved right. is then how we teach the lesson. Um, and then they stand up and we do something called um, our children's creed. Yeah. So instead of um, 
having them read it off. A lot of them are too young to know the whole thing. So we focus on four questions and we say, do you believe in God, the father almighty creator of heaven and earth? And we call it a fist pump and they say, yes, I do believe. And then we say, do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only son who loves you very much? And they answer, yes, I do believe. And then we do the same thing for the Holy Spirit, uh, the Catholic church. And now we just added the communion of saints. So they really understand there's five what big things yeah. that you're saying you believe, and we are excited about it. So there's two things that go on for that creed that make it different so that they can really understand what they're saying when they say the creed right, right. and that it's something positive and something really to be excited about. Right. So then we go into uh, petitions like, like gotcha. usual. Um, they all offer their own petitions to which we say, Lord, hear our prayer, which is the usual nice. liturgy. So they're still familiar with those things. And then if we have time, we end in another music video. Nice, nice. So we're finding, what we did is we started with our main family um, mass. So the nine o'clock was a real hot time for us. So we yeah. started this Clo Extreme at the nine, and then we started at the 1030, and our numbers just exploded. Really? It was, I mean, we've got, we went from like four or five kids. Now on Sunday mornings, it's 50 to 60 at our, our hot, like during faith formation year, the kids are coming back. Wow. And the, the parents are so thankful because they can focus on mass during yeah. that time, and the kids are really grab grasping what they're what they're learning um, uh, that we're teaching. So that's exciting. So this year it's been pretty cool because we took it into our four o'clock on Saturday, and the numbers just went up immediately. So you guys are doing it on on Saturday Saturdays well. too. Yep. Okay. So which okay. is really exciting. Yeah. So in. Um, in terms of give people a sense, how long is it usually? Like how how much of uh, the liturgy are they are they stepping out of? Mm -hmm. um, and then like so, how much time do you usually have to allocate for that? Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. So they're they're sitting with their family um, for the very beginning. So they they're there for the Gloria and the introductory prayer, and then as soon as um, the congregation sits down, the priest comes forward, invites all the children forward. He blesses them, and then we walk out um, gotcha. to the clo room. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. And then they come back for the liturgy of the Eucharist. At you that got point. it. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh -huh. Okay. And so um, the other thing I'd ask is, what sort of ages are you trying to hit when Great you're question. when you're looking at that? Where you know where do you feel like okay, no, they can get what the priest is talking about versus. I mean, sometimes we all have a problem getting what the priest is talking about, but uh, <laughs> no, we have great homilists, great homilists, right? But, um, but you know, what um, at, at what point are we trying to kind of encourage them to be present at the at the full mass? Great question, and that's something we we still grapple with that, right? Um, right. Because we don't want to be unwelcoming by saying, "Okay, we'd like all the children between four and six and we're going to card you at the altar because yeah. we don't want to, you know, we didn't want to be like that. We want to be welcoming. Yeah. So we kind of let parents decide. So yeah. there are some parents that will come with their little ones. And okay. then the exciting thing is right about, it kind of happens naturally around three or four. Once they get to know our leaders, they'll come up, grab the hand of the leader, the little guys, and they'll walk over. So three or four is probably where it starts as they're, okay. they're getting comfortable. And then, um, we go to about second or third grade, usually around second grade, they naturally are ready to stay at the mass. Some right. parents choose because now that they're of age to receive communion and yeah. they know the mass better, they choose to keep them, but we won't turn them away because sometimes gotcha. they just get more out of it right, and right. we don't want to turn them away. So we leave it up to parents yeah. and just welcome everyone. No. And I think that's a generally a good kind of principle to encourage the parents mm -hmm. to, 
uh, discern where their kids are at with their kids exactly. and stuff like that. So every that kid's they, different. And so every kid's some different. of them love it and want to come. A lot of the older kids are the ones we pull to do the leadership roles. So for one child, he, he's our tech guy. So he comes and he helps and he pulls things up, the music up, and he's in fourth grade. And he's usually a handful for the parents. Yeah. But when he's at CLO, he's on task. He's involved, he's engaged, and he's awesome. Yeah. And so for, in that situation, we welcome him. Yeah. Um, and so we try to get the older students in the acting roles or um, helping out with okay. the ministry roles. Okay. Not to cut that you. out. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I guess the other question would be, uh, have you ever received any kind of pushback in terms of, no, the kids should be in mass or um, like how, how have you kind of uh, worked through that, at least tr trying to think through what's the best way that we can engage parents, engage kids during um, during the mass, you know, and have you have you kind of faced any of that or kind of challenges from fa other families or right. anything like that in ways that you've tried to address it? Does that make sense? No, yeah. sure. That makes sense. I think because it's an optional program and we leave it open to the parents discretion, they can decide. Yeah. So a lot of times there, there might be students who'd rather not leave their parents during the mass and they stay back, which yeah. is completely fine. And so it's really up to the parents what works for them. So we haven't seen a lot of pushback. Uh, most of the time it's parents encouraging their students uh, to go. And then naturally as they get older, they realize, ah, I'm too, getting too old for this. I don't, I, you know, I don't enjoy this anymore. Gotcha. And so they end up um, staying back naturally. Gotcha. But as far as, you know, it's really up to the parents. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so um, I guess the other question is, have you seen it bear fruit in some of the other things that you're trying to do? Because it seems to me that uh, CLO, Children's Liturgy, the Word is kind of a, a shallow point of entry for sure. a lot of people, because if they're coming to Mass every Sunday uh, in, you know, maybe they're not as engaged with the parish, it, it seems like it can be an opportunity to engage them a little bit more. Have you seen some of that? So the interesting trend that I've seen at a number of churches that parents are more likely to commit to coming to faith formation than to bringing their children to Mass. Really? So most, I would say about 75% of our students do not go to Mass every Sunday. But they're at class, which is interesting to me. So offering this CLO program and kind of selling it and advertising it to our students yeah. lets parents know we want them both. We want them at mass and at faith formation and that we are ready to receive them at mass. And we have yeah. something for them so you can get something out of it, too. So it's kind of like raising the bar and saying, we get it. It's tough, but we're here to help you and support you in making it to both because we're, you know, we're providing programs to make it you know, fruitful for both you and your child. Gotcha. Gotcha. And have, I, I mean, I, I assume that, um, there's probably even on the kids part, a desire to go. Absolutely. I, I mean, <laughs> that kind of pulling the parents to, uh, to come or whatnot, if it's actually something that they, they enjoy. Absolutely. And I, a couple things that are key is having regular leaders. So for us, we choose four teams. So they go once a month. Okay. So they really get to know those four teams. It's not too many, but it's not, um, t you know, t t too few that they don't recognize who's up there. Right. And so it's interesting for a child, the more they, the more kids that are up there, the more they want to come up. Okay. So it always, there's always that quiet pause of nobody's How, coming, who's coming, nobody's up. coming <laughs> up. Let's, let's get a feel for the crowd. And then once they start coming in, they just roll in. Okay. So okay. It's really, it's really the success of it 
is very much based on the community. So you want yeah. the familiar faces, you want the leaders getting to know the students. We, um, the cool thing is now that we have socials on the weekends for our families, our CLO leaders are seeing um, the students at socials and they become even more familiar or right. they're seeing them in faith formation, yeah. you know, or they're seeing them in different places, which is really cool. Yeah, no, I, th it's nice to have that where you've got all of these things that are working together to be able to support the family at the parish. And I, I guess I feel like, it, you know, someone hearing this for the first time, and maybe they do have children's liturgy of the word. Maybe it's, you know, once a month you go out, hear a little, you know, read the gospel hear a little bit from somebody, uh, you know, uh, color something or do some sort of craft. Um, and that's their children's liturgy of the word. And I mean, it's a good fact that they've got children's liturgy of the word or what have you. Um, and so what you're saying might seem a bit overwhelming, sure. I think, to try to find the video clips and to, you know, um, have the music and these sorts of things. Can you maybe detail for us, okay, what are some simple steps? And what we'll try to do is in the show notes have kind of uh, some of the resources that you're talking about, which yes. would be great to provide yeah. people. But um can you help maybe yes. some of the steps that you went through to kind of get to the point where now you've got it at three masses, including on Saturday evening? Right. So I would say it's two main things. The first thing, first thing we use is the children's celebrate um, by Flaum. Okay. And that takes a lot of the guesswork out of it. So all of our leaders get that book. And the great thing about that book is um, each lesson is four pages. The first two pages are for the leader to get a little background, feed themselves, understand what the readings are about. So they can they have that for themselves. The second page um, offers the homily. So okay. the homily is already written for them, which makes it easy for me, but it also allows me to know that they're they're preaching the right message. Right, right. Um, and so we use that as our meat. Yeah. And so I just take that out and I have, um, um, a, you know, just a Word doc that I plug in the gospel. I plug in where to get the homily. Um, and that's pretty much it once, yeah. once we're rolling. The other piece is technology. And that's the hurdle because a lot of uh, volunteers may have been around forever and don't want anything to do with computers. Sure. So what we did is um, on our teams, it's usually a tech-friendly person, oftentimes a teenager, and then someone who is comfortable giving the message. And so with that dynamic, we can hit both so that there's a technology person that doesn't feel comfortable giving the message, and then yeah. there's a person who doesn't like technology who can then um, give the message and, and, and kind of be the MC with the children. Um, so for me, it probably takes about 20 minutes prep now yeah. because I have my doc, I've got my celery. I plug in the information now. Um, I have my basic slideshow that I use. And so all I'm replacing is the video. Okay. And so I have this slideshow that says, Welcome to Clo. It has my introductory um, music that's the same every week for the season. I only just okay. change it up seasonally. That's probably nice, too. Do, you, do they do, like, the hand motions yep, and stuff so like they do that? Like with the... it's, it, it is Vacation Bible School music videos. Gotcha. So the words are on the screen. The, the So they're learning the moves and the songs. So you don't want a different music every week. You yeah. want the same one. So by the end of the season, they definitely know that, all the moves and the, and the words to that. So really, it's hopping on YouTube. I plug in the gospel story for kids and I see what my options are. So yeah. most of the time I can choose, pick and choose from a couple two minute video clips um, from different publishers and it's easy and I know the ones I like so I can recognize, oh, that's from them. I really like them. That's okay. Cause some weeks the gospel's hard. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm digging, <laughs> I'm digging. There's some weeks, not often, but there's some weeks that I do have to 
make a stretch of it and, yeah. and be creative. But that doesn't happen often. Um, but now it just flows. Um, so really it's training the volunteers. That's yeah. the biggest thing is so that they get comfortable with your style as well. And how many volunteers do you usually have helping you with each mass, I guess? So four per mass. So four, four per, teams. Four so teams. eight per mass per, you know, per year. Okay. So, okay. Um, and often parents come along. Okay. So you might have you and your assistant, but then, you know, Susie's mom usually comes. Okay. And then, you know, it's, so it's, there's usually just naturally extra support there. And you mentioned, uh, uh, teens, uh, is like, do you find like, who's your ideal volunteer for Clo oftentimes? And this isn't to speak negatively about one kind of, uh, volunteer or another, but I just know sometimes, uh, for, for example, my experience, like if you're in some ways trying to minister to families, sometimes it's a little more challenging with like a parent or something like that, even though some parents might come along, you know, so any thoughts about that, like who the ideal volunteers are? Great. So, um, usually the teachers are the easiest, Okay. but they're the most reluctant because they've just spent Monday through Friday with kids. (laughs) But they're probably great at it. But they're amazing at it. So you can throw a lesson plan at them and they're completely comfortable with grabbing the lesson plan, taking 20 kids, you know, over to the room and rolling with it. So that's probably the easiest one. The one that's used to being in front of a classroom of children and rolling with it. Okay. Um, And they're not afraid of technology. So that's like the easiest volunteer. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, And um, I guess another question, one thing that I thought was really impressive what and this was when you all were first getting it going was kind of the collaboration between the staff and just to see kind of a recognition that this is going to uh you know help us all essentially yes. like this is going to be a good thing for the whole parish and so how did you kind of approach that to say how do we all come together on this to say that this is going to be a good thing for everybody yes right so it's basically a win for everyone so you're going to have a more engaged congregation because mm-hmm. your parents can now pay attention instead of picking up Cheerios and, sh- and you know, all that stuff that we do, yep. you know, while the kids are in the pew with us, it's a win. Yeah. So, you know, if you can have a more engaged congregation and the children are benefiting from a message that they can understand, then yeah. I think for the priests, it's, they can engage in a deeper homily, yeah. not having to hit all ages, yeah. but knowing that, you know, this is this is who I'm going after. Um, for us now, we've gotten to the point where they're asking me to do clo for our holy days. Really? Yeah. So we're um, for All Saints Day. Uh, it's a Friday which is night a great day for awesome. a clo. Yeah. Right. So we're gonna try it um, on a Friday night, um, so parents can come, and it's almost like. <laughs> You yeah, know, you got to make sure they don't leave for like dinner or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do. Don't stay in the view. You don't get to take a you know go out for dinner or make it a date night. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, we yeah, work on that. We might need to work up to that. <laughs> Mass and so, dinner. <laughs> yeah, and so um, I guess the other question um, uh, to, to constituencies. So if you are a uh, a DRE, perhaps a family mm-hmm. minister at a parish, and you're trying to uh, sell this idea to your pastor mm-hmm. and like your your elevator pitch to your pastor why it's a good idea to do uh what was a clo extreme yes yeah yes. so what what's what's your elevator pitch to your pastor okay so I would say a couple things um first you know we are, we're trying to encourage parents to come to church and to try to get them to understand how difficult 
just getting there is. Yeah. None, not to mention getting through the first song, not to mention getting to the homily yeah. and not taking off, not to mention to make it to the end of mass. It's a difficult challenge for families. So if they can understand how hard it is for families just to get there, yeah. then everything we can do to make that experience easier for parents is a win. Yeah. And it tells them that we want you here, we're prepared to yeah. have you here, and that we love your kids and we want them to get just as much out of this mess as you are. Yeah. And so we're investing in you by investing in this program. Yeah. Um, and so that's, I mean, this is our next generation, right? Yeah. So that's evangelizing to say, we want you here so much that we're going to provide this for you. Yeah. Well, and honestly, I was going to ask, my next question was going to be, uh, if you're a pastor watching this or listening to it, how would you encourage a reluctant DRE? But I feel like that that both, you know, right. uh, uh, says it to both the pastor and the yeah. DRE, I feel like, is just that this is um, really kind of setting the table Absolutely. or what have you for Sunday it. has to be our priority. Doing yeah. the Sunday or Saturday Mass well has got to be done well. Yeah. Wonderful. We're one, uh, great chatting with you today. <laughs> I wanted to, uh, I, I, maybe we'll uh, talk another time because your vacation Bible school oh, is also, uh, it is it is amazing. <laughs> I, I will say my children, full disclosure, my children have gone to the last two years. We have pictures of them with animals that they had yeah. at vacation Bible school. Mm -hmm. So just doing some great stuff uh, there at St. Joe's and appreciate you taking the time to talk with us about it. Minivans to Mass is hosted by Edward Herrera. To listen to more episodes and share your ideas about getting more minivans to Mass, visit www.archbalt.org forward slash minivans. Special thanks to Jay Lampart for the editing help, Jack Raybold for the animation in our video, and Catherine Amon for the artwork. This has been a production of the Archdiocese of Baltimore.